What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Mid Combo Podcast. Hey. All right. I, I don't know why I said it like that. I'm sorry, y'all. But today, we're talking about boosting your confidence. This is, I feel like, going to be a fire episode and something that I feel like is pivotal for your business. But Paul, why did we decide to talk about this today? Well, first thing, if you lack confidence in your business right now, this is an incredible podcast episode for you. And then guess what? We're going to help all those out there boost up that Tatiana. Roll the intro music. So why is confidence important in your business? Also, Mm. can I just say, maybe people are listening to this. Maybe people don't appreciate it, but I know that I would if I was on the other end. Can you guys all just DM us and let us know how much you appreciate how we don't fluff the beginning of this podcast with like 50 different ads or like some <laughs> some intro that is oh, like pre-recorded. Like, dude, those pre-recorded podcast intros that literally take up two minutes. Like, bro, we out no. here with the no BS podcast. We come straight into it yep, we're all with, in. the, with the knowledge. <laughs> we don't waste your time. We know your time is valuable. So here yes. I am wasting your time with this little bit right here. <laughs> But let's talk about it. Why is confidence important in your business? Let's, mm. let's, let's talk about that for a little bit first. Yeah, I think personally, I've seen confidence over the years as I've gotten better and better at what I do in my craft. People are starting to trust me more. Dude, when I was shooting out, out of high school, trying to you know be on that grind in college, uh, getting different clients, regardless of industry, I'm like, why aren't people taking me serious? Well, it's because I lack confidence. So I think confidence is important, especially when you are in a business, when you are negotiating pricing and when you're providing a service for someone that is paying you in return. And Ed, we talked about this off the mic, but would you ever go to a dentist office if they weren't confident? You know? (laughs) No, he he would just low key be like, yo, so I I think I can fix your teeth, but but I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't like know. Maybe no one, you might walk out with a lost tooth. Maybe. Yeah. I don't no know. one feels safe working with someone who's not confident. Yeah. And no, I'm aware uh, that sure. I go through seasons where I struggle with confidence. You know, I've been mm-hmm. shooting for almost 10 years now. And there's shoots where I show up and I'm like, oh my goodness, I do not feel myself today. I don't feel like I can pull this off. There's yeah. money on the line. What do I do? So mm-hmm. I think that, again, Confidence is something that is ultimately going to help fuel business, but also is going to just help with your overall mindset. How about you? Yeah, no, for sure. I agree too. I think that confidence is crucial for your business. Uh, It's also one of those situations where just for a moment, think about like everyone in your life or everyone you've come across that is super successful, right? Mm. Or, or, Or like at least you, you think that they're successful or they have it made, right? I would say nine times out of 10, they're probably also associated to being a confident individual. Someone that, that's, uh, that's someone that like is very motivational or someone that uh, obviously is confident because that's how they were able to build what they did. Mm-hmm. I feel like confidence and success are two words that are very like closely uh, like correlated. Not mm-hmm. always. I'm not going to generalize it. Like sometimes you can be successful and not be confident too. But yeah. For me personally, it's very rare that I'll come across someone that I look up to or someone that's super successful and they also are just like really not confident in themselves, right? I wonder if you've ever experienced this with your own business, but like what is the one thing that you have realized over the years you've had to like 
put yourself in positions that were uncomfortable in, over, in order to become more confident. Uh, yeah. The common theme I feel like with most freelance creatives is pricing and just a lot of the business yeah, side yeah. of things. Um, can you like put a finger on what that looks like for you? Mm, say that last part one more time. Are you just like confident in everything? <laughs> like, <laughs> like over like over the years as you've grown your video business and like yeah. your photo business, has there been something where you're like, I'm not that confident in this, but I'm going to put myself in like uncomfortable, you know, I'm going to yeah, stretch yeah, myself, yeah, yeah. you know, like for sure. I mean, have I you think, had to stretch yourself? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that if you growing a business, right? Like if you're trying to grow a business, you should feel not confident time to time. Like mm -hmm. if you feel like we're getting into this later in the episode, but like being overly confident in yourself is super dangerous. Uh, if you're trying to grow a business, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the whole, you should never be content or satisfied type of mindset where it's the same thing with your freelance business or creative business. If you're not, uh, constantly feeling uncomfortable, you're probably not growing, mm. you know, you're probably not growing it. You need to be uncomfortable, but yeah there's a measure of like balance to that, right? Like you don't wanna be so uncomfortable to the point where it makes you look bad. There's a difference between not being confident in yourself mm -hmm. and like not understanding or lacking skills or lacking the knowledge. There's a difference, right? Like sometimes lack of confidence comes from just like, you literally don't know how to do something. Like you, this is so above your pay grade, yep. that comes. But <laughs> sometimes you lack confidence because you just, this is a new thing for you. Like, you know how to do it. Mm -hmm. You just don't, you just had your first time going through this exact situation. You know how to do it. You just need to figure out the rest of the puzzle pieces. So you also have to be careful. That's why I'm saying there's balance because I've seen people who try to take it to the moon and they literally don't know how to do it. And I'm like, nah, mm. nah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna head for a train wreck there. It's like, hey, you're doing too much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. The, the, the reason why I think this is such a good episode topic, because if you aren't ready to be in a position where you lack confidence as an entrepreneur, then entrepreneurship mm -hmm. isn't for you. I think it's the same thing with being like a risk taker. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, I'm willing to be in the nitty gritty of like going through a season where, um, you know, I don't have as much because of the marathon, not the sprint. And I just mm -hmm. want to encourage people like, dude, for me, confidence early on was in schooling like test <laughs> memorizing things forget it like i either had to cheat to get like a decent grade or i had to like practice 10 times harder and even with public mm -hmm. speaking when i had like public speaking classes in high school i'd come home from like school and i'd be like mom i got this like speech that i have to do in like a couple weeks will you help me and i remember mm -hmm. she would help me rehearse it like a couple dozen times every night before bed leading up to the, the time that I presented. And those reps helped me get my confidence right. And mm -hmm. I think that kind of brings me to like, I know there's people listening to this that are like, I'm lacking confidence in this area. You know, maybe it's related to their creative business. Mm -hmm. What are some tips that we can give for those that aren't confident? Yeah, we can probably just go back and forth on this and rip off. But uh, one of the first few things that I know me and Paul constantly talk about off the mic too is, Confidence is really, really important when it comes to who you surround yourself with. Because if you surround yourself with a bunch of people who also are not confident or <laughs> or on the contrary, maybe they're all overly confident and they just like totally overshadow you like all the time or overlook you, that mm -hmm. can be dangerous. So I think like surrounding yourself with the right people is super important. And mm -hmm. I've talked about this on 
you know, early episodes of mid-combo. But one thing that really helped me take my business, I think, to each next level or all the levels that I've hit is who I've surrounded myself with. Like it's amazing. You know, and sometimes the people stick around and sometimes they don't. You know what I mean? And that's just that's just how it goes. That's how life goes. You know what I mean? Friends come and go. But at the same time with your business, it's the same way. Like you need to surround yourself with the right people if you want to elevate your business. Mm. So number one is community, who you associate yourself with. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's so much value in that. Bro, I remember back in college, I got myself in this little friend group for a little bit, like for a season where everyone was just super insecure and not confident in literally everything. It was like negativity, right? And it really brought me down. I'm like, I started second guessing what I was supposed to be doing. So I think you nailed it. That's valuable. You got to look at the people you're surrounded with. If not, you just got to get out and find those people. And honestly, like not to be all cliche, but we've heard it before where like you're the sum of your five closest friends. Yeah. And honestly, that's facts. People want to like deny that. They want to think they're like, oh, like just really take a moment and think about like who, when you say five closest friends, and I'm not saying like who you deem your best friends. I'm talking about the five people that you talk to the most, spend the most time with. Yeah. And because like some people will be like, oh yeah, he's my best friend, but like he's, you know, but that's not like who I associate my work with. Yeah. But the thing is like, think about the five people that you spend the most amount of hours with and the most amount of minutes talking to. You'll be surprised at how similar you are to those people at the end of the day, personality wise. You know, I love I mean? that. Got to find that support system. Yes, um, sir. One tip that I thought about is embracing the season of not being confident. I am so attracted to people that are like transparent about not being confident in a certain area because mm. it's literally the best room for growth, right? Mm. So that's a tip is like embrace the season of not being confident because if anything, yeah. that's going to take you to that next level in whatever that is. Let's say it's, hey, I'm not confident in um, my portfolio well guess what you get to spend time on that portfolio um and i talked about Mm -hmm. i talked to you about this earlier ed but it's like i used to really lack confidence in speaking to decision makers that were older than me you know walking into a room and uh trying to pitch um a shoot or simply negotiating pricing with someone who's like in their 50s a couple years ago that Mm -hmm. was super hard for me so i think Mm -hmm. that's a huge one and to build off of that point too Uh, on a more um, like business day-to-day level. Like when I'm on calls with clients and, you know, I I just, it's like the corporate, whole corporate world sometimes, you know, like everyone who is a manager or a supervisor, right? It's the whole hierarchy of like, if you're above someone, you have to act more confident than them. You have to, you have to kind of like be more knowledgeable than them, right? Because you're the manager. But the reality of it is like that it's not the way to get to your like end goal the quickest. For me, mm. when I'm on a call with a client, like I tried to manage expectations early on. Like if they're like, hey, we want to do this and do that. And I already know I'm not confident enough to pull that off. I'm just straight up. I'm like, hey, mm. this is where I am good. But this is where I feel like and I don't use the terms. I can't deliver on this for you. I say things like, in order to pull this off, we may need to pull on, pull in someone into the crew that is more of a professional. I can take this on. I love that. You don't you don't ever say like, oh, I can do this confidently, but that one, yeah, no, I can't do that confidently. Because then they're gonna be like, all right, well, we're gonna find someone who can do both confidently. Yeah. So there's other ways around it, but you should be honest though when you're on a call, and clients mm. appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, if you genuinely feel like that isn't the right approach, speak up about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't let them 
corner you into a way so that because the only person that's going to get flagged for it is you at the end so basically managing expectations has been a huge way for me to boost my confidence because Mm. in the beginning i would try to meet everyone's expectations like a client would be like hey here's my wish list a b c d all through z and -hmm. i'm like yes 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 i could do it all i could do it all yeah i'm trying to be because that's what i that's what i thought i needed to do right like Mm -hmm. be overly confident say i could do everything right Mm -hmm. uh but in turn it just those clients never came back to me because obviously i wasn't able to return like actually deliver on a lot of those things right my mm-hmm. work quality suffered because now because I'm spread so thin, I'm not able to actually, you know, be good at the things I was good at. So now I'm like, they give me A through Z. I'm like, okay, cool. We could do like A through F mm-hmm. really well. But the rest, let's talk about it. And that in turn has helped me build my confidence. And wow. they have way more confidence in me taking on this job because I'm realistic wow, with myself. You know what yeah. I mean? And in the yeah. process, you're humbling yourself. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. <laughs> What are your thoughts on this? Like, I think of any circumstance, if I'm not confident, my mind goes towards putting my reps in. Like, I'll never forget in college, I had a buddy, Nick. He refused to work out with me in high school. Yo, shout out Nick. He's a good graphic designer now. <laughs> and he loves the mid-combo. Dude, he, sh- he showed up freshman year of college and he's like, I'm working out with Paul every day. Dude, this dude worked out every single day with me, got super big, and now mm-hmm. he's this like strong dude. <laughs> like he's probably one of the strongest graphic designers I know. And um, wow. I think getting like putting the reps in. If you are a photographer and you're trying to get better at video, put your reps in. Second shoot, uh, shoot passion projects, shoot spec work. Um, go outside and shoot some butterflies hanging out in your backyard. I don't care. I think that is like a super valuable tip because it's something that helped me when I tried going from a photographer just someone that saw potential in shooting video and starting to bring that into my service offerings. So -hmm. that's like, I don't know, get your reps in. Yeah, it's like the whole uh, like 10,000 hour rule. You know what I mean? Like if you dedicate 10,000 hours to one craft, like you're going to get confident and you're going to get really good at it. And I think that that's that's like one thing I would really want to like, we've said it a couple of times already on this episode, but I just really want to make it a point. Like they're in the creative world, especially when it comes to like, you meet these coaches and you meet these people in the creative industry who are like trying to teach you how to talk all fancy and negotiate all fancy to like get the deal or land the deals. But like, to be honest, bro, like if you can't do it, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of times people adopt that like fake it till you make it mindset where it's like, oh yeah, I'll take on this project when you know that like their money could be better spent elsewhere. Yeah. Like that's the kind of stuff I'm saying avoid. Like don't be that type of person. You know what I mean? Not mm. saying don't take on gigs like that, but really be honest with yourself and evaluate how you can get better at that one thing. Like I'll give you an example. Like right now, I talked to Paul about this too, but like I've always been like a guerrilla filmmaker growing like for the past five years, right? Is as in I would take sub ten thousand dollar projects and usually just one man bandit, do the whole production process A through Z. Or I would get like maybe one person to do like BTS or assist, right? But now once we start landing in like 10,000 plus, 10, 20, $30,000 projects, it's like, I don't want a one-man bandit. And I don't feel confident enough to roll up to a three-day production and source all the people. And that's like a, that's an insecurity for me, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. I want to do a good job at it. So what do I do? I get my reps in, you know, like I, I reach out to producers. I reach out to other team members. Like I'm trying to figure out learn get put my hours in and see what this full production process looks like you know Mm. and 
talking to people like Paul and how he manages his, you know, multiple five figure deals and how he like what his team, what his team looks like and all those things. The mm. wrong thing to do, what I was saying was I get a $20,000 bid and then I'm just like, oh yeah, I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> and then I show up to a three day shoot with me and freaking uh, PA yeah. and try to try to bang this out with my Ronin S gimbal and my Sony camera. Shake your hands. <laughs> Bro, you're at that point. You're banking on whoever's editing. Probably you, because you're a one man band. Sometimes, yeah, coming yeah. through with the warp stabilizer. Can I get a yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so Sorry. good. I feel I feel like some people feel personally attacked right now. But like, no, I, that's I'm just real being, though. I'm being honest with where I feel like I'm at. You know what I mean? That's huge. I I can't harp on this enough. Like, I think a lot of confidence uh, gets taken out when someone says yes to something too which is really weird like for me personally i used to ask people out for coffee that i wanted to like pick their brain come on oh uh, we love that we love that <laughs> word right over here man. Come but on. i would frame it in a different way i'd be like yo i'm buying you lunch and they're like yeah all right and when they said yes to that meeting oh man my i get the butterflies i'd be like do i have to make stuff up in order for them to like think i'm credible enough and what the conclusion that i came to in that was if I was my authentic self, told people where I was at, then they were so much more willing to like speak into me and also do business with me. So I don't know. I want that to encourage people that like sometimes being not confident in something, people see the opportunity in that and they'll pour into that. And they'll yeah, be like, do you know what? Sure. We'll test it out because the fact that you were honest with us. Yeah. So I think that's... um yeah, I just don't want anyone to ever be like, I'm not confident in this, so I'm just going to crumble. No, you got to push yeah. through it. You got to push no, through it. And on that point, though, one thing I want to make, I feel like I, I, you probably see this too. I see this all the time in the creative industry, especially for people who are first starting out. Like you don't want to, you, you want to do what Paul just said and like, you know, be humble, take the approach and let people help you. You know what I mean? And and mm -hmm. don't let that lack of confidence be like a super, uh, you know, like a crutch for you. But don't self-sabotage yourself by being lack of confidence. I see this all the time. People will be like, they will say things that just make them look bad. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll be like, they'll come to a shoot with the camera. And I know that they're <laughs> capable of doing the shoot. But they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the shot looks whack. Or oh, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like I could be better. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're constantly doubting themselves. And what I'm saying is I sometimes know that people are doing that to kind of put an expectation on themselves and they're not trying to be overly confident but there's a difference between being like not having enough confidence and just like totally like self-sabotaging yourself in front of other people like don't do that that's hard because then you, know? you lose trust you lose professionalism yeah yeah because uh, you lose credibility I, i've seen people do that sometimes and part of me is always like okay i get you're trying to you know manage expectations but when you start to you know, if someone has trusted you, like Paul said, if someone has saw something good in you, like a client or a mentor or someone, and they're like, no, you can do this, mm -hmm. like run with that. And because the, the more you continue to say, I can't do this, or this could be better, or, that could be better. Like they will also start to doubt you. Mm -hmm. it, they, they didn't doubt you beforehand, but now they will start to doubt you because you clearly don't have enough confidence in yourself. Whoa. And I like so- that. Like That's good. there's a balance there, but I definitely don't sab self sabotage yourself because I've seen it uh, happen, and that is 
one surefire way, especially when you're in client calls or with clients on set to make yourself look unprofessional. You know yep. what I mean? You Anybody who self-sabotages themselves like on set in front of a crew or in front of people no. in to, to in a way like manage expectations, I think is one way to just look like unprofessional, you know? Wow. I yeah. agree. I agree with that. I was just thinking about this. It's kind of like a t- side tangent, but I think there's an opportunity for people that are selling creative services and they want to maximize social media. Mm-hmm. One way to display confidence in a way that's not too like, you know, too showy is post behind the scenes content of you just working because then you're not overly thinking it and brands will see that or decision makers and will be like, that person is so confident what they do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like you have to put yourself out there now and be like on social media, posting content that's relatable um, because no one wants to see, again, this will bring us into the next um, kind of topic here, but don't be the overly confident person that you're not. But if you're authentic online, if you're putting out content that's true to yourself and you're getting those reps in, like all the things we said, I think you're in a great spot to excel in that lane. No. Yeah. And we can definitely lean into that with the next top part of this podcast, which is Paul just touched on it a little bit, but why you should avoid being overly confident. Mm. Um, I would like to get your take on this. Like, you know, off, I feel like a lot of things I see nowadays too is people love to provide value, right? Yeah. In a short form content, whether that's in a TikTok, whether that's in a reel or whatever, right? But what yeah. are your thoughts are, what are your thoughts on not being insecure, mm-hmm. but you got all these like, tiktok coaches they have like a hundred followers but they're telling you how to how to build a six-figure business yeah like what are your thoughts on that it's like i don't you don't want to like not be confident and and tell people but when do you make that transition like when should you pivot your voice because i feel like the whole short form content mentor coach thing is just like exploding right now like everyone's trying to coach you on something now right everyone everyone is an expert now oh yeah when you go on social media so where where's the line? Where oh, does the line man. get drawn? And like, w- how do you balance that? All I gotta say is, if you're overly confident, you're ruining it for a lot of people. Because like, yeah, a lot of people have been burned before by the overly confident. And mm. I say that because it seems really forced. Oh, I mm-hmm. hate forced conversations. I hate having a conversation with someone where their confidence is so overbearing that you're like, what? I got nothing to say. And I Mm -hmm. think, um, yeah, it's evident in the coaching world. I saw it a lot in the wedding photography world, to be honest, like wedding film, that whole industry. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not going to lie. Like there was probably a season where I was overly confident. (laughs) 100%. If I like went back to my day one homies in Minnesota and I was like, dude, why didn't you like, you know, why didn't you kick me in the face? They'd probably be like, (laughs) bro, you're, you're crushing it. But like, no, I think... Why you shouldn't be overly confident is it's easy to smell out. It's it's like easy for people to notice when you're not operating out of a place mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. being genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when it comes to being overly confident, especially with the way you position yourself, because Paul was mentioning earlier, you kind of have to position yourself as an expert if you want to grow your business, like posting BTS, posting value. That's all good stuff. Like you should continue yeah. to do that. But you also want to be careful because... I am always a big advocate of like, let your work speak for itself. Like show, don't tell. You know what I mean? So 
if you are trying to be a videographer, right? Or you're trying to be a successful photographer in a certain niche, right? Like, don't go on reels and TikTok and start making all these tips and tricks to people on how to grow a successful business when like all it takes is literally 20 seconds and two clicks to see that you're not about what you're talking about. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't go that route. And that's mm-hmm. where it can be dangerous. Like, even my, when Paul, like he reached out to me and we connected, it's like, I made sure if I said like, hey, let's connect some time. I made sure like, I don't say that stuff to people unless I know that like it's in their wheelhouse or they can quickly check my Instagram with two taps and be like, oh, okay, like this guy's kind of about what he's talking about. Like I maybe want to connect with this guy, you know? It'd be different if I didn't have anything ready yet and I'm out on like on Instagram. Imagine right now, people who are following me, you're listening to this, you follow my Instagram. Imagine if I had no aesthetic on my Instagram. My YouTube wasn't built out. I'm super inconsistent. Like my all my bios and everything are out of, all out of sorts. And I'm on Instagram trying to post these fire value captions and trying to oh tell my. you how to how to run your business. Like wow. that's the kind of that's me. the kind of over <laughs> yeah exactly. And that's the kind of overly confident I think attitude that me and Paul are trying to mention here. Like. You want to be confident, but being overly confident in certain areas can hurt you more than help you, you know? Can hinder you. Yeah. Exactly. One thing that I run into when I'm coaching, and I know people DM you, Ed, asking questions about, you know, building a video business, all the things, is they'll say, hey, check out my website. I'd love to get your thoughts. And I check out their website, and it has Apple's logo, Nike's logo, like Hilton, and all these big brands logos on their website, right? But then I asked them, I'm like, well, why are you messaging me? Like, it seems like business is crushing it. They're like, bro, I haven't been able to land work in like months. And I'm convinced that what their problem is, is that they're overly confident, which is actually keeping brands away from them. Am I right? Because they have the logos, but they don't have the portfolio work to show it. And when they hop on a call, they talk this big game, but they're not able to back it up. And it's easy to sniff that out. And I think that like my advice to that that person was, listen, what is your goal? And, you know, they said their goal was to work with these massive brands. And I'm like, have you actually worked with these brands before? And he essentially put out, you know, like spec work or work that he had collaborated on as an influencer. He didn't actually get paid to create content for them. And brands that would have actually hired him, didn't hire him based on how all over the place his website was and the way that he perceived himself. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I told him also to clean up the photo of him standing next to like a, it was a Ferrari as his uh, profile picture. I'm like, bro, that, I'm like, bro, that photo's dope. I get it. I'm from Miami. But <laughs> unless you're shooting for car dealerships or like sports cars yeah, or you're yeah. going to be at F1, I think you should take the back seat and like find something different. So I don't know. I just think you got to make sure that you're not using the overly confident in order to hide, you know, something that you just haven't accepted and you haven't been transparent mm. about. Right. Mm-hmm. That's such a good value tip. Honestly, bro. Side note. Are you going to F1? Because you're in Miami. I'm not. Ah, dude, I, I wish I wish we not, had tickets, bro. Bro, we that would be so that would be yeah. so crazy that they're gonna shut down Miami and have one of the F one races. They there. were gonna do it downtown, but they're now doing it at the Hard Rock, uh, uh, which dude. is kind of lame. But it's 
Here's the deal. That's is, still um, epic, though. That's still epic. It's like thousands of dollars per day to go. I know uh, it's wild. It's so wild. I'm not. I'm not about. We, we that. can't go. We ain't about that. We we ain't about that bougie. I'd rather here. go to a heat a heat a heat playoffs game. True, dude. I can't believe you're in Miami, man. All the pop and stuff be happening in Miami. Let's do a little recap, boys and girls. So yes. we're gonna do a recap on uh, tips for those of you who may be working on your confidence. First one is pick who you surround yourself with. Community. Community is huge. Like who you surround yourself with, and the second one we talked about was. What was the second one we talked about? Should have wrote this down, bro. I honestly kind of forgetting right now. <laughs> I think the second one was um, not get your reps in, was it? That was one of them. You don't, we don't have to go in order. Yeah, like get your reps in is a big one. If you're not feeling confident, definitely practice. Put the hours in. There's a reason why you don't feel confident. It's either A, you don't feel like you're fit to be around those group of people or B, you literally just lack the skill set to deliver on what's being asked. So Either of those things can be solved with these first two tips we just gave you. Mm, love that. I think one that we touched on was embracing the, the embrace not being confident. Yep. And the reason why is because that's when breakthrough happens. Um, you yeah. got to be stretched in an area where you're like, yeah, I don't know about this in order to overcome that and be like, yo, I'm actually great at this. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and, and I think one of the la more last tips that we gave was show, don't tell. Like yeah. that's a, such a good way to build confidence. And we just talked about it a little bit about that example that Paul was giving. But think about it like this. Like if you try to pad your portfolio with with a bunch of stuff that you actually maybe haven't done, like what gets me is people like when you were mentioning that story earlier was just like people who add like huge household name brand stuff to their portfolio and they got they got their like Instagram post shared or something on their account. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't work with that brand. I mean, I guess I guess if you want to get really technical with it, you did work with that brand, but are you yep. being true to yourself? It's like, no. But on the flip side of that, right? Let, if you do show versus tell, let people find that out about you. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, horn here, but like, just this is a good example of it. But like I did a collaboration with uh, like Coach before Jeez. on my Instagram. Like, Coach hey. uh, paid me to do like a little sponsored post and create content for them, whatever, right? It was just being used for social, but I got engaged by an agency who was representing Coach and Coach worked with me, right? Now, I could have gone about that two ways. I could have been like, oh, like go on my Instagram and like, or go on my website and you see this fat Coach logo or like work with Coach and do all this stuff. But did I actually make a commercial or a spot for Coach? Like, no. So... But but it's cool when someone maybe goes to my Instagram, they scroll through and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like Ed's done some work with coach. Like it's it's cooler when they find out about it like that versus when you try to position yourself the other way around. Ed, so show say, versus tell, bro. You nailed it. Was that coach uh, collaboration, was it a fanny pack or a wallet? Uh, Backpack, boy. Hey. Backpack. Guys. Backpack. You already know Ed's got the backpacks up the Wu-Tang. I do have a lot of backpacks. I won't <laughs> lie. <laughs> oh my god! A couple, a couple years ago, I'm like, Sammy, do do we do a garage sale and just backpacks? <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. I love oh, backpacks. Cross show versus tell. Stuff. Also, yeah. if you ever want to um, connect with someone that you want to be mentored by or coached by, figure out something that you can show them versus just shooting them a long uh, email. And I'm yes. I learned from mistake when I uh, sent along. 
long, long DM years ago to this guy that I wanted to get coffee with. I'm not going to say pick mm-hmm. your brain. And uh, he never responded. <laughs> and later I ran into him. He's like, man, that email was long. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so show versus tell. Show someone why you're um, an expert at what you do versus trying to overly convince them. Because that shows yeah, you're not confident. Yeah. And dude, honestly, on that coffee shop story or linking up, yeah. dude, I cannot tell you how many people early in my career, like when I was smaller, I would reach out to these huge creators and I would just be like, hey, like, I want to pick your brain. I would use those kind of terms, right? Or I'd be like, hey, can we link up? Let me like provide value of some sort, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to name specific names, but like, dude, it's crazy. There's a few big creators that I really looked up to back in the day. And on the IG DMs, they made full circle. Like they left me on red. Whoa. And then they DM me being like, hey, just came across your work. Dang. Like they, hit me, they hit me with the follow back. And then it's crazy because IG will show you like 2018, yeah. like what my oh, message dude, was. And I'm like, you, you should have hit unsend. I'm like, yo, nah, nah, dude. That's awesome to see though. Cause that's for me, bro. Like to, to see something come to fruition like that three years later is just like, yep. Uh, the epitome of what we're trying to talk about, which is show versus tell. If you're on YouTube or if you're on Instagram and you comment who you think Ed got ghosted by and then full circle ended up working with, they're a big creator. I know who he is. There's a few of them. Um, we'll send you a $5. No, we'll be generous. $10 Starbucks gift card. You already know. Yeah, what dude. D- DM us. <laughs> DM us who you think I'm talking about. And if you can get it right, we'll give you $10 oh, Starbucks card or whatever. <laughs> to be an H, to be an H, you know, get, get help you out with a little lens cloth or something. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> uh, I'm dead. The, last, the last thing that I want to recap on with tips for people who are not confident, we touched on this, but if you are skilled in an area that you're pitching to clients or you're talking about, don't self-sabotage yourself. Mm, yep. Don't talk, don't like talk down on yourself because you need to instill confidence in other people that you can do the job well. Mm. If, you cons- if you constantly are insecure about your skill sets, that's one good way to like scare clients away. You know, it's do the opposite. Like when you go, yeah, and it's like the whole dentist thing that Paul brought up in the very beginning of the episode. It's like, would you ever go to a dentist who's like, hey, like I, I went to school, got a PhD. I'm really good at what I do. But to be honest, I feel a little <laughs> nervous about your tooth right now. <laughs> like, Oh man, don't, I'd be like, don't, peace. Yeah, like like if you have the skills, you've done it before, be confident about it and like get the job done. So good. Man, I love this one. <sighs> this is a good episode. I hope all of you guys um give yourself give yourself more credit. Uh I know a lot of you guys on here are creative uh, freelancers that are running businesses. Maybe work is slow, maybe you've been turned down lately by a potential client. I hope mm-hmm. this was a confidence booster. Um yeah, cuz everyone has a lot of value. Everyone has a lot of worth. And I feel like there's a lot of, um, I feel like there's a lot of uh, value out there that can be given to other businesses and stuff through just mm-hmm. being more confident in your craft or being more confident in the yeah. way that you speak. Confidence is huge. And there's, it's honestly a big topic that we could probably talk about and provide tips on for like a whole, you know, a couple hours or whatever. But hopefully we just scratch the surface that you guys can actually take something away. I also want to give credit to the people who have left us five-star reviews on both Spotify and Apple because hey, I've been, we appreciate I've been that. seeing those. Yeah, I've been seeing those climb up. So if, if you've done that already, we appreciate you. If you haven't already, like 
for Spotify, bro, it's so easy. You literally go there, you tap the five, like the five star thing, and it takes two seconds. Guys, the we Apple get paid one, every. We get paid every time you leave a five star. I'm just kidding. We literally don't. <laughs> I'm joking. We don't get paid anything. This podcast actually <laughs> generates zero dollars if we're to be totally transparent. Hey, but that's not going to be like that for long. We we out here doing the work for yep. free, guys, because we just want to provide value. And me and Paul obviously have our own things we want to you know, do and promote. I didn't come out to Miami point. for nothing. So let's yeah. get it. Hey, also, I want to end this with, uh, can I end it with saying the word? Yeah, go for it. Boost up Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. See y'all in the next episode. We'll Peace. see you guys soon. <laughs>